welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Terry, and I'm your host, Terry Cato. Last year, I had the opportunity, I had the privilege to attend the United State of Women Conference that was hosted by President and Mrs. Obama. And one of the seven pillars that we talked about at this summit was um, healthcare and the issues affecting women in healthcare, not just in the United States, but in the world. And today I'm honored and I'm privileged to have my guest, a noted um, healthcare professional here in the Bay Area, Ms. Marchanelle. Right. right. Yes. Ms. Marchanelle Wright. Yes. And I'm going to have her introduce herself and then we're just going to talk about healthcare issues and disparities in the minority community. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Terry. So my name is uh, Marchanelle Wright and I've been a nurse for over 25 years in the Bay Area and I, it's my pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And could you just um, tell us a little bit more about your background oh, and yeah. what you do? Okay, so um, I, I have been a nurse at various hospitals mm -hmm. in the Bay Area, okay. but right now I'm at uh, one hospital here in the local area. That's, okay. I've been here for, in that hospital for 16 years. I'm now a nurse manager. Awesome. I'm currently in school getting my doctorate, almost done. Awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I love doing what I do. I've worked a variety area a variety areas of nursing, um, um, now I'm a med surge manager, medical surgical manager. Awesome. So I am um, pleased to be here. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we're going to jump right in. So I've been I've been intrigued because one, obviously, I'm a black woman. Yeah. So um, healthcare is very important yeah. to me, and I know that um, preventive care is very important. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just jump right in. And in my research, one of the things that I found is that. The black community is in a health healthcare crisis. Yes, and I was doing some research, and I found an interesting fact. And it says that um, the fact that African American women, mm -hmm. more than any other group, are dying needlessly of preventable diseases such as HIV and AIDS, heart disease, and diabetes. Yes, and then I further read that um, there's a Los Angeles-based um, Black AIDS Institute. Mm -hmm. They said that they found that black women account for 72 percent of the new HIV and AIDS cases among women, mm. even though they represent just 13 percent of the female population. And um, another statistic, and I'm going to let you answer that because my question <laughs> is like, why is this? So I know wow. it's a lot of statistics yeah. and it's kind of mind-boggling yes. too. Yes. Um, and then an Atlanta-based American Cancer, the Atlanta-based American Cancer Society reported that African Americans have the highest mortality rate for cancer of any other racial or ethnic group. Mm -hmm. So let's get to it. Why is that? Why is it that minorities and minority women in particular mm -hmm. are dying from preventable illnesses and diseases? Could you just tell me? Yeah. So, so one thing, Terry, numbers don't lie. Mm -hmm. um, and um, what you just stated is true. Um, and a lot of it is all, all of this is correlated. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't, uh, some t one thing is that we just don't think it's going to happen to us. Okay. That's number one. The other thing is that sometimes people um, don't go to the doctor for fear um, um, and they, a lack of understanding okay. uh, why they have to do what, why we all have to go get checkups. Uh, why it's important to, um, you mentioned about HIV, why is it important to ha um, maybe the male have a condom or the female have a condom? Protection, protecting ourselves. Uh, we think we're in, you know, this is not going to happen to me. Um, for as far as like you mentioned, um, I think you mentioned um, 
the first part you mentioned is cancer, but the all, bottom line is that healthcare is there. We see that we, the healthcare is there, but we don't, uh, as black women, we don't get our breast exams. Mm -hmm. We don't go and, uh, and, and it's lack of understanding. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, sometimes women feel like, oh, I don't feel anything, but how often do you check your breast? Do you check mm -hmm. your breast every month? Do you understand why it's important to go and get the exam? Um, and, and go and um, follow up with your appointments um, and go um, and go tell someone uh, bring someone else with you to go get the exams if you're afraid. Mm -hmm. So some women, not just women though, but I know we're talking about women, but people in, in, that's our color, African Americans, mm -hmm. don't go to the doctors because of fear and with and um, just not understanding that we should go. Absolutely. Go get our yearly checkups. Go get, um, uh, if you find so, uh, something unusual about your body, go get that checked out. It's okay to do that. Okay, and perhaps you said a lot of times as um, African Americans, not just women, but mm -hmm. African, Amer African Americans in general, mm -hmm. they don't go because of fear. Mm -hmm. So, and, and you, well, before I even say that, you mm -hmm. brought up a good point that mm -hmm. I don't want people to miss. You said, if you're afraid, take someone with you. Mm -hmm. And that's great advice. I never thought about yeah, that. Like, you when should. you go to an important doctor's appointment, mm -hmm. and I've even read where um, sometimes when people go and they're doing a follow-up to a cancer appointment, mm -hmm. they take a friend because they might be so emotional and so frazzled mm -hmm. that they take the friend to take notes yeah. and note what the doctor exactly. is saying so that it just doesn't like go in the air mm -hmm. and you know just dissipate but mm -hmm. so that somebody can know how they should follow up when is the next appointment yes. what the next steps are because the person the patient may be just in a total panic mm -hmm. so that's great advice if you're afraid if you're feel fearful take a friend take a trusted friend mm -hmm. or a family member with you yes and then the other thing is you said fear a mm -hmm. lot of people don't go to the doctor because of fear mm -hmm. so and I think because of lack of affordable not necessarily affordable health care but what about people who may not have insurance sometimes they might think um, well, I don't have insurance. You know, what do you what do you say to that? Because I know yeah. when I was growing up, we had free health clinics. Yeah. So I don't know if that's still there's still clinics. There's still clinics out there, and they still can go to the doctor and go get seen mm -hmm. because that is important to go get seen. Mm -hmm. um, and if they don't have insurance, there's ways you can get insurance. They can ask others. They can get seen or go to the doctor. They, get, they you know, go to the emergency room, something, and get seen. But get there's insurance out there for others. Mm -hmm. There's insurance for out there for those who don't have insurance mm -hmm. to get covered. Mm -hmm. They have the covered care. They have all that stuff out there. Okay, for so us. there, so there are resources there's out there. There's resources, so insurance or money, especially there's for resources. preventive care. There's yeah. resources, and people shouldn't feel like they don't have the money or they don't have no, access to resources no. because it's out there. And then, I mean, do you have any advice as a 20-year nurse? How do you get over that fear? Because you're so right. Sometimes, um, I can even say myself, um, mm -hmm. WebMD is probably like my <laughs> ah, best friend no. and my worst enemy. No, because right. every time right. I have oh my the God. least little pain, no, no. ache, whatever. I jump on WebMD and I'm like, okay, let me self-diagnose and try yeah, to figure out what's no. going on. But one thing that I do, <laughs> I go to the doctor. That's yeah, good. I do go good. to the doctor. I print my WebMD paper oh. and I usually take it. 
Oh, Lord. So I, and so my yeah. doctors have already told me, stay yeah. off WebMD. Yes. Because you will diagnose yourself with yes. 10, 10 illnesses. And it's not even and that. And it's not even that. Not so even that. I just want to say to people, um, I'm not sure which camera, but I, I just want to say to people that fear is really false evidence appearing real. Yes, it is. There Sometimes it's nothing. It's nothing. And, you know, I even have my own examples of how, you know, like my husband always laughs at me because I took a couple of um, vacations this summer <laughs> and I got sick after one and I, and I diagnosed myself with typhoid fever. <laughs> I've done it. Don't feel bad. And so I'm a my nurse. husband, he was like, honey, I'm convinced you don't have typhoid fever. <laughs> but he was like, if yes. you need to go to the doctor to go. rule that out, Peace he of was mind. like, go. Peace of and mind. of course, I did not have typhoid no, fever. No. But I did go to the doctor and I did have a bug yeah, that was yeah. related to the travel. But it was nothing yeah. compared to what I thought it was. So again, let's just remember that. Fear is really false evidence appearing, appearing real. real. Mm -hmm. It's usually not as bad as we think it no. is. So please, I would just encourage people yeah. to go to the doctor and get seen yes. for whatever you think it is. Because yeah. again, early detection, even if there is Preventing. something, uh -huh. preventive yeah. care yeah. is um, it's so invaluable. Yes. It, I mean, you just can't even put a price mm -hmm. tag on it. So please mm -hmm. go to the doctor and get checked out. Yeah. So then... Um, I want to go to um, the next topic or the next um, thing that I found, which was kind of alarming to me. And it just talks about how um, socioeconomic issues or disparities mm -hmm. in the minority community um, usually leads to untimely deaths. So, and you mentioned that this is really just kind of all intertwined. It is. And, it you know, is. could you just elaborate on that a little bit yes, more? Yes, um, Terry. So... When you don't have money or there are no jobs, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's all correlated. You got to have a job to eat, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You got to you gotta have a job to be able to have the money to get to where you need to go. Absolutely. And if there are no jobs in the city and where you're at, it's all correlated. So are you going to go, if you're hungry, are you going to, do you care about going to the doctor if you're hungry? If you're living on the streets and homeless, do you care about... Um, going to the doctor? No. It's right. basic needs. Basic needs. So it is important that we understand that all this is uh, ties together. I'm from Gary, Indiana. So in Gary, when I went back home, um, I was just like in awe because now there's no jobs, no grocery store, no wow. local grocery store for those to get to the store. Okay. So what are they going to... Let's just... I will let's Pause right there. No grocery no stores. No grocery store locally. Locally. No. So how do people get nutritious food? They got fresh fruit. Yeah. Well, they go to that corner store, right? Wow. You're kidding. Canned goods. No. Yeah. So now, that's so here that, too. That's uh, here in the uh, Oakland area too. You're absolutely yeah. right. And that's a great point because because healthcare is directly related to nutrition. Yes. If you have a poor diet, yep. a lot of processed foods, Diabetes. a lot of sugar, yes, it's yes. all related. Yep. So we have major issues. Major. And it's not just one thing, but it's really almost everything. It's intertwined. It's intertwined yes. because you bring up a good point. If yes. you don't have access to fresh food nope. and grocery stores, yeah. that's more of a priority over, okay, my back aches or my knee aches yeah. or I found a lump in my breast. Yes. You know, that's going to kind of You're not worried about burner. that. You're not worried about that. Exactly. Uh, my belly is full. My baby's bellies are, I mean, in, uh, my children's are hung, my children are hungry. My, I'm hungry. So what am I going to do? I'm going to make a pot of spaghetti. 
and and that's going to stretch. Absolutely. Or I'm going to make some beans and some some ground beef, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, so Absolutely. we can eat and be full. Right. They're not worried about health care. That's sad. That just, it, it kind of breaks my heart because yeah. I just think about, quite honestly, like where I live and probably like every mile and a half, there's mm -hmm. like a grocery store, a whole I Foods, know, right? a Trader yes. Joe's. I yes. mean, there's places where I can go yeah. to get fresh fruit and fresh meat yes. and just fresh food. I couldn't imagine, mm -hmm. you know, within my striking distance, it was only like convenience stores where mm -hmm. I'm buying like all of my groceries. Mm -hmm. Not to mention it's higher. Very the prices so. are higher. Very so that means so. that your grocery budget doesn't go as far. No. So there's just a lot of issues then so it's not just health care but I mean it's more um, it really like they say institutionalized yeah. um, I don't even want to say institutionalized racism but just institutionalized um, it's a bigger problem it's a bigger we, problem it's a bigger problem you know when I went to um, Whole Foods one when, when I first went to Whole Foods I literally cried when I left the store mm. Because Why I was like, that? I have an honor and I'm privileged to be able to shop like that. But then all of a sudden I start, what about the, the next person in the black community, in the African-American community? There's not a Whole Foods or a Sprouts by them. Right. They can't get that. They can't even afford that because it's expensive. We know that, right? right? We do. We know that. Although it's, it's getting better. It's, it's getting better. It's getting better. I know. It is getting it's, better. It's getting, it's getting better. Because yeah. um, what's the joke about the Whole Foods? You spend your whole paycheck there <laughs> trying to eat. But um, anyway, that's another story. Yes. Um, but before we um, take a quick break, because um, we're going to um, talk about um, a lot more issues. But one thing that um, I just want to throw out there, yeah. because another statistic that I read that mm -hmm. was very alarming to me is just the number of black women that mm -hmm. are dying during or shortly after childbirth. So again, all of these issues, it just goes back to, mm -hmm. to what to, you were saying. To, if you, you know, they, they, not, they don't know. They have to be educated how to watch themselves, how to take care of themselves, how to eat correctly, uh, to go to the doctor, get your checkups. Mm -hmm. And if they're not doing that and, it's, and they don't get detected, that whatever's going on with them is not detected early. Absolutely. It's all correlated. So it's all correlated. all correlated. So even the high mortality rates or the high death yeah. rates among yeah. African American women yeah. during and right after childbirth. And to me, with modern medicine, that was you a You would shock. think that it shouldn't be like that, right? I, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. But again, in researching, I mm -hmm. found that this was otherwise. So this has been great. Yes. A lot of issues. Lot we're going to talk issues. about some answers. So yes. right now, we're going to take a break. Welcome back. We're going to keep the conversation going. And we were just talking about um, health care or disparities mm -hmm. in the minority community when it comes to health care. Yes. So we're just going to um, keep, dis keep the discussion going. And one of the things that we also know is just um, that one in four women, they die from heart disease. And mm -hmm. we know that for African-American women, the risk of heart disease is even greater. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I just want to throw out a little statistic before we elaborate a little bit more about this. Okay. But um, we know that um, heart disease is more prevalent among black women yes. than white women. And some of the factors include high blood pressure, overweight, mm -hmm. obesity, mm -hmm. and diabetes. Yes. And I just want to talk a little bit more about um, you know, why is this, you know, why, why do we have this in 2017? Why do we have the issue of heart disease and the fact that it affects African-American women more so than other populations or groups in the United States? Yes, Terry. So like we were speaking earlier, um, um, with the, the African-American community and women specifically, uh, um, based on your question, it's, it's still be based on they, we're not going to the doctor. We're mm -hmm. not 
we're not taking care of ourselves. We're not, women in general are so used to taking care of everyone else. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, the, the children, the, the family members, and not take care of your own self, our own selves, which is self-care, mm -hmm. self-love. And we're not doing that. And so what happens, you're, if, you're in, if you're, your diet is high in fat or high in sodium, mm -hmm. um, all of that correlates into high blood pressure. It causes, mm -hmm. those, are, those are factors that cause you to have high blood pressure. Those are factors if you're not eating correctly or not exercising, you gain weight. As we, as women age, we uh, go through menopause, so then you gain weight. So if you're not, if we're not taking care of ourselves as African American women by exercising, eating, um, eating correctly, um, which means a balanced diet, mm -hmm. which means adding uh, fresh fruits and vegetables. Well, they got to be able to afford fresh fruits and vegetables, right? Vegetables, right? Eating meat that are, is more lean if you're going to eat meat versus meat in high fat, mm -hmm. which is going to cause you to have high cholesterol. All that's going to is intertwined the diet that we're eating. Mm -hmm. And um, and then um, also diabetes. If you're eating cakes and cookies and soda, um, all of that is high in sugar. Absolutely. So as we age, and and, and time goes on, that that we, that's affect that affects our bodies. Absolutely. So and an African American woman, they don't have insurance, or not understand that they should go to the doctor when they do have insurance. Taking out time for themselves first. Mm -hmm. These are side uh, these are side effects or uh, factors that cause them to be uh, ill. With um, and blood pressure, if you have high blood pressure, mm -hmm. it causes you to have uh, possible heart problems. Absolutely, um, it's all correlated. So it's all correlated. It's all correlated. So this is interesting because you brought up a lot of good points, mm -hmm. and um, and and I see it. Mm -hmm. I see it. I've witnessed it, mm -hmm. and. Um, so first, I'll start off with, you mentioned about obesity and, yeah. and weight. Yes. And a lot of things for us is culture. It's culture. It's how we were raised. Yes. Historically, Historically. I'll just be, I'll be totally honest. Yes. And I'll be brutally honest. Our food is not the healthiest food. It's not. Our diet is what we were raised on. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn that as I aged and as I grew up and I kind of changed my eating habits, mm -hmm. even though I'm relatively young. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because sometimes... In our community, people see you eating a salad, and they'll be like, "Why are you eating a salad? Are right. you on a diet?" Right. And it's like, "No, I'm not on a diet. I'm just trying to eat a healthy salad, get some vegetables yes. in my diet." And so it's just it's it's the mindset. So it's almost like you got to reprogram. It's true, and you have to reteach. And I always like to think of it as, as far as our diet, mm -hmm. you know, with the soul food, because I'm from the South. So I was raised on soul food. Yeah. I know how to cook soul food, and I love to eat soul food. But, and I know. <laughs> I, know I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know what it can do to you. Mm -hmm. And um, so for me, I always like to think of it as we can do a lot of things, but it has to be in moderation. Yes. You can't, yes. you know, like you said, with the cakes and cookies. No. I love to cook. I love to yeah. bake. But again, it has to be in moderation. Yeah. Everything that we do. And we have to move more. We have to exercise. Yeah. Get away again, from the boob tube. Get a, exactly. Get away and from we, the TV. Get away from the TV. And we have to get out and lead a more active lifestyle. And again, just in trying to be and lead a healthy lifestyle, mm -hmm. again, just mm -hmm. attitudes in our community. 
I would be at the track and I would be walking. And this was when I was much younger. And <laughs> uh -huh. I've always been fairly yeah. thin because uh -huh. I've always led a fairly active lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I would be at the track walking and trying to keep in shape. And I would overhear the other women say, if I was her size, I wouldn't even be out here. <laughs> size has nothing to do with Thank it. Thank you. Size, size has, has nothing to do with it. And I would almost want to say, well, maybe if you made it a part of your lifestyle, yeah. you could be my size. Yeah. So because I always tell people, for me, working out and going to the gym, it's about a lifestyle. It's yeah. not trying to get down to a certain size no. or trying to be a certain size. It's about maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So really, in the African-American community, we just got to like reprogram how we think about a mm -hmm. lot of things, especially about the way we eat and about leading an active lifestyle. It's not mm -hmm. about, you know, I want to get down to a size 6 no. or a size 8 is. Mm -mm. I want to be the healthiest me yes. that I can now, be. Now, you said something key, the healthiest me. That is very, uh, that's, that's very key. And, and you're correct. It's, it's a change of lifestyle. Um, our brain is a, is a computer. And look, we all know that our grandmothers we ate the, the scrappings, right? right? Our forefathers ate the scrappings, so the hog moths, the chitlins, you know, all of that is good, mm -hmm. but in moderation. And now when you know better, you do better. Absolutely. When you know better, you do better. Absolutely. So, so to, to know that eating those type of foods causes illnesses and you choose not to change your habits, Absolutely. that's a different story. Right. So... If you and you're right, when you eat a salad, people think that. And I've heard that they've been. I've had that been told to me also. But any you can eat you can eat those foods, but eat it maybe once a year or twice a year, and not every Sunday like we used to eat like Absolutely. that every Sunday. Every big Sunday. meals, big meals, <laughs> not good. Oh so my God! Yes, yes. <laughs> so you know, and I'm now you know Terry. I don't even eat meat, so it's just uh, you know, yeah. There. So Absolutely. you know, it's you have to think about. We are what we eat. Thank you. We are what we eat, and it shows up in our skin. It's, Shows yes. up on the weight. Yes. I mean, just everything. Yes. So, and and you mentioned something about sodas too. Oh God, your sodas, stomach. Sodas, absolutely. Your to stomach. me, I always say sodas are the devil. <laughs> they are oh, filled with sugar. Yeah. I mean, I noticed when I again started adopting just a healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. For me, it's been a journey. Yeah. It's been a journey. You know, you drop one thing at a time. Yeah. You know, because I tell people, you cannot go cold turkey and drop everything. No. I'm going to drop sodas. I'm going to drop sugar. I'm going to drop, I'm going to mm -hmm. lessen my carbs, mm -hmm. you know, and all mm -hmm. the high sugary, mm -hmm. refined carbs, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's not cold turkey, you do it all at one time. For me, it was, it's was it been very much a journey. Mm -hmm. And one of the first significant weight losses that I noticed after I had my son mm -hmm. and was having a problem mm -hmm. getting the weight off was when I stopped drinking sodas and I got rid of the refined sugar mm -hmm. and flowers. Mm -hmm. And it's like weight just, phew, yep. it just dropped off. And people were like, oh my God, what did you do? I'm like, I just gave up sugar. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's it. Mm -hmm. I gave up the, and I stopped drinking sodas. I mm -hmm. mean, now every now and then I'll have a Sprite, a 7-Up. Mm -hmm. I like to sip ginger ale. Yeah. But for the most part, I don't really drink soda. Maybe on vacation, mm -hmm. every now and then I'll get a Dr. Pepper, a root mm -hmm. beer. But again, it's not like all the time, No, I was day. drinking a Pepsi all I the time. Know. And Years ago, like, though. Years ago. Yes, and you don't ago. count the sugar in no, that. No, it's a lot. And it's a lot it's of a sugar lot. in soda. And I don't think people realize that, but now I drink mostly water. Like I said, oh God, Sprite, yeah. ginger ale, yeah. yes, I'll have it every now and then. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, water, I cannot tell you what water will do for your body. Drinking. It's for your cells, your skin, exactly. everything. So everything. Digestion. Yeah, it pushes everything. food down. Everything. Yeah. I mean, water, just simple things is mm -hmm. drinking enough water. Yeah. 
I mean, what it will do for your health care mm -hmm. and your cell regeneration. Yeah. I mean, people, we just need to drink more water. Yep. Simple as that. Less in the sugar in the sodas and drink, drink more, more water. water. I think if people that's do that. That's a slogan. Less in sugar. Yeah. That's a slogan. <laughs> that's, a slogan. <laughs> hey. that's a slogan. Yeah. So I think just even that, mm -hmm. if people just do that one thing, what yeah. it will do for their health care and their weight. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll see a difference. They'll see a difference. They'll see a difference. So then, but, but Terry, mm -hmm. let me just tell you this. So, mm -hmm. so when you're in a, uh, so say for instance, we go into a community mm -hmm. with predominantly African Americans, and that's what they see and 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 around that they that's what they're gonna do. So until you you said that until you have a mindset to change that behavior because it's a behavior absolutely then that's when we'll see the outcomes absolutely and we we have to encourage each mm -hmm. other instead mm -hmm. of trying to discourage yes. and try to hang on to those old ways like mm -hmm. you said when you know better you do, you better. do better and we need to uplift each other yes. to just be better mm -hmm. so thank you for that yes. and the other thing that kind of goes along with that this is more of an educational mm. point right here because um these are terms that a lot of us use interchangeably but in my research i know that they all sort of kind of mean something different mm -hmm. and and i think we need to know this what is the difference between a heart attack cardiac arrest and heart failure. And again, sometimes people that are not in the healthcare field, we use a lot of those terms like interchangeably, mm -hmm. but I know that they all kind of mean something different. Could you just kind of elaborate? Well, yes, just briefly. Heart attack is when you uh, blockage, okay. like maybe the arteries. It's blocked. It's, it's a blockage somewhere. And that sometimes stems from the way you eat, high cholesterol. Mm -hmm. the, the, it's a buildup mm -hmm. in, the, in the arteries. Okay, and so the other one you mentioned was what? Cardiac, Cardiac arrest. arrest. That's sudden. It's okay. like it's, yeah, it stops. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so that's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like sudden. doing cardiac arrest. Yeah, you in arrest. Yeah. Okay. And then you mentioned what? Heart failure. Heart failure, something's going on. Something's okay. going on. So that means that something's it's, going on, but it's not there yet. Yeah. Okay. It's, your, it's failing. So you may have some, you know, I don't know, maybe they've been diagnosed with uh, some, you know, Congestive yeah, heart failure. Yeah, I hear something. that a lot in yeah, our community. Yeah. Congestive heart and so failure. So some people take pills and okay, to keep uh, things mm -hmm. moving. Or then you be on medication. Different. I don't want to get into medical yes, terminology because yeah. it confuses people. Mm -hmm. And I like to, as a nurse, I like to speak in layman terms. Mm -hmm. You know, plain and simple, so people can understand. Absolutely. But there are differences. The, all of three of those term, terms are there is a difference. Okay. And then before we um, move off of the heart health, which mm -hmm. is extremely important in the minority community mm -hmm. and especially for minority women mm -hmm. I just want to mention something briefly what you said about medicines because that's something else that we are bad about in yeah. the black community is taking our medicines taking our medicine. we start feeling good and then and we, we stop, stop. Yeah. And that is a, I'm not even in the healthcare field. And I know that is a huge no, no. You never stop taking your medicine or adjust your medicine. Yeah. So could you just address that a little bit? Yeah, um, the So, yeah, especially, Lord, antibiotics. You know, yeah. you get an antibiotic, the doctor tell you to take it seven to ten days, whatever, ten days. Take it ten days. Just because you, you, just because you stop feeling those symptoms right. doesn't mean that you should stop taking the medication, continue right. to take the medication. The doctor gives you something for blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, I feel good. I don't feel lightheaded. I don't feel, you know, like I was feeling before. That's because that medicine is helping you. Right. And so until, and, and, and if you're still doing the same things and haven't changed your, your eating habits and began to exercise, you can walk. You don't have to go to the gym. If you can't afford to go to the gym, go walking around the block. Go mm -hmm. walking, like you said, around the track. Absolutely. There's outdoor things you can do. Go, go just walk, just basic, basic stuff. Um, and so with that, you, you, you know, that all 
attributes to that. Okay. It all attributes to that. So basically, the key point here is take your medicine as prescribed. As prescribed. Don't start playing It says doctor. that on the bottle, right? <laughs> it does. It does say that. Take as prescribed. It, takes, and it that's says that. Because I know so many people, friends, family, that adjust their yep. medicines. So I just want to reiterate to yeah. people, Take your medicines as prescribed. As prescribed. Right. Don't adjust your medicines. That's don't very... adjust. Don't double it up because you missed one. Yes. Or, right. <laughs> don't double it up. So that's very important. So we are going to um, wrap up this session, but yes. we're going to, again, we're going to do a little bit more talking about just disparities in the minority community mm -hmm. as far as healthcare is concerned. So um, for now, I just want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Talk with Terry. And just remember that preventive care is key yes. in any any community, yes. not just the minority community, mm -hmm. but for all communities. We have to go see the doctor. We need to take our medicine as prescribed. We need to wipe out fear, and we just need to be a little bit more conscious of how we treat our body and ourselves because we only have one body, and when it gives out, it's gone. It's gone. So um, I just want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Talk with Terry. And until next time, um, I like to say um, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Mm -hmm. Today is a gift, which is why we call it the present. Thank you for tuning in.